welcome back to the Sneaky Plays podcast. It's been an absolutely long time coming. It's Brian Catino here with Chris Morris and Dom Fierro. What's going on, boys? Far too long of a hiatus, boys. I, uh, I'm thrilled to be back here for another season. I think this is our fourth season, even though we didn't technically finish last season. Fourth season of, uh, of doing this, and uh, I'm just I'm thrilled that football's back, too. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I mean, all of us, I think, are in different jobs and different places. Well, Tino, maybe not, because I think you were in Virginia last year, but we're all coming up from different times in our lives and excited to be back. Yeah, I'm feeling old. I'll say that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you know you're getting old when work starts taking over your life. Yeah. Brutal. A quick quick life, life, life update on me. I'm uh, in my parents' basement right now. Move back home for uh for two months, so that's where, where that's where my life is at. <laughs> There's no shame, Morris. There's no shame. <laughs> Before, of course, I move in with my girlfriend in November, so you know that'll that'll clear just to clear that up. Don't do it. <laughs> back, back out now. Uh, it's not too late, I guess. <laughs> Don't sign the lease yet, Morris. Oh, all right. Well, anyway. We're here for one thing, one thing only, and that's sneaky plays, our DFS plays for the week. Um, just like past years, we're going to roll with uh, DraftKings. Um, maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll, we'll head on over to FanDuel and give us give a FanDuel play, but we'll stick to what we know. And uh, this year, we're going to do one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, and one tight end. Um, we're going to eliminate defense because it's just ridiculous to do. Um, but yeah. So here we are. Week one of the NFL season. Tomorrow night kicks it off with the Cowboys and the Bucks. Excited for that. Um, and then Sunday is what we're really about. And uh, we're going to start with our sneaky plays at quarterback from let's go with Morris. Oh, I'm glad you chose me first because you guys should know where my head is at right now. Quarterback. Totally unbiased, objective take. My QB oh, and I'm rolling. On Sunday, hurts so good. Jalen hurts, baby. I can buy in all of the hurts hype, all the stock. I love the matchup this weekend. Atlanta, as we know, you know, Swiss cheese defense year after year. I don't really see that changing much this year. Their personnel didn't change much. They hired an offensive coach. I do think that I do like some of their players on offense, which we'll get to later. Um, but I couldn't love this matchup more for hurts. I think they're going to run the heck out of it with them. I think they're going to design this whole offense. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be Lamar Jackson like, but. I do think that this, this new Eagles coaching staff from everything you hear, they're going to really tailor this offense to his strengths. Um, you know, mixing in the tight ends, a lot of, you know, zone read, uh, you know, spread looks with, you know, him running the ball. Um, I couldn't be more excited. And I think this is a perfect matchup to get it started, you know, on the turf down there in Atlanta. Um, I, I love me some Jalen Hurts this weekend. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm buying into the hype for the entire season, but I think they start with a bang and I think it's 6,400, um, with the matchup against the Falcons, I, I don't think you can get much better than that. Already five minutes <laughs> in, and we already got Eagles talk. Less oh than five God. minutes in, we got the homer train going. It's going to be a long season. So so my pick is none other than this past draft's number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence at 6,200. He's been playing really well in the preseason. I really like him matched up against the Texans. And I think – with this offense, with Urban Meyer as the head coach and everything that this Jaguars offense can be, I think it really plays well to Trevor Lawrence this week. 
look, Jalen Squirts, really? That's who we're going to start with? <laughs> oh, Jalen Squirts, come on, man. Where nah, be untamed? You know what? I actually like him. Um, he's, he's one of my QBs in, my, uh, in a two-quarterback league. Um, I do like him this year. I especially like him against the Falcons. I mean, you know, play, play guys against the Falcons so they prove something. That's really, you know, what it's going to be. Um, so I like his 6,400 a little high considering he's only played, what, five games? <laughs> and still only started four games. <laughs> four games, yeah. Who's so, counting? Yeah, and then that leads to Trevor Lawrence. Like, I think Trevor Lawrence is actually a really good play and has nothing to do with Trevor Lawrence. It has to do with play everyone against the Houston Texans. Yeah. I mean, they are going to be an absolute dumpster fire. Um, and, I, don't, I mean, if anyone tunes in to Jacksonville-Houston this weekend, they have nothing, absolutely nothing better to do. But there's going to be a lot of fancy points in that game. Um, and Trevor Lawrence is going to eat. So, at 6,200, Dom, I like, I like that a little better than Hurts. For me, I'm going with Matt Ryan against your Eagles, Morris. Mm, I like that. Uh, him and Calvin Ridley are going to hook up about 12 times. little Kyle Pitts action, Russell Gage down the field. I love the Falcons offense still. I still think it's dynamite. I think they're going to be a little better than people suspect. Obviously, that defense is weak. So, look for a shootout in Atlanta between them and Philadelphia. I love that pick. I was actually thinking yeah. about myself. Um, Matt Ryan always kills us, especially in Atlanta. Um, gotten torn up there the last few times. No Julio, which is, you know, that'll be different. But, you know, Eagles breaking in a new defense, new D coordinator, a lot of new personnel. Um, and there's still a lot of talent. I'm with you, Tino. I think the Falcons are going to be better than people think. And um, I do like the matchup this weekend. Yeah, I really like the Matt Ryan pick. Uh, the Eagles are clearly a dumpster fire every year. Maybe not the start. Well, they're notorious for some week one's collapses That's you know, in the past few years. So I do like the Matt Ryan pick. All right. I think we have three real solid options there. The most you're going to spend between our options is 6,400. So it's a bargain at quarterback this week. And I think with either three of the picks, you can, you'll do all right. Uh, I don't think anyone's going to get under like 15, which will help you out. I think the highest ceiling is probably Jalen Hurts though. Um just because of his running ability. So, yeah. so we'll see, we'll see what we go with on Sunday morning, but I like all three. All right, let's move on to running back. We'll swing it over to Dom. So I have two guys. The first guy, uh, not really much of a sneaky play as much as he is a really good value this, this week. And that's Morris's favorite running back, Chris Carson. Oh, uh, Chris Carson at, at 5,900. Uh, going up against the Colts. I know the Colts defense is pretty good. I mean, they're an above average defense, I believe, in the league. Uh, but I just at 5,900, I just don't see a reason not to play Chris Carson this week. And my next pick, a little bit of a iffy. I don't know if I'd really go with him. I do like his value and I do like uh, where he'll be this week as he might be a starter. And that's my former boy, Jamal Williams. Now with Detroit line, unfortunately, but at 4,500, it looks like he might be primed to get a lot of snaps this week with uh, DeAndre Swift battling a groin injury. So I'm looking forward to seeing Jamal Williams to see if he gets going and kind of gets that starting spot that he really vied for as a Packer. Obviously, Aaron Jones uh, came into the picture, but Jamal Williams at 4,500 is my second pick. I don't love the Jamal Williams pick. I love the Chris Carson pick, as you know, as you stated. I, uh, I have love me some Chris Carson. Um, and I don't know why people are sleeping on him this year for whatever reason. 
I think it's just, I don't know, is, is there Chris Carson um, weariness out there? I mean, these guys have nothing to put up numbers for years now. And, you know, I mean, I know Seattle's offense kind of stumbled down the stretch a little bit last year, but I love that matchup too this week. I think he's going to be same old Chris Carson, you know, he'll catch some balls going out of the backfield. He'll get his, you know, 15, 20, maybe even north of that touches. Um, so I love that pick. The Williams one I don't love as much just because I, I think Detroit is in that dumpster fire category and San Fran's got everybody back and healthy on defense, but you do make a good point with the swift injury. So, um, and you know, it's only what 4,500 you said. So um, 4,500. Yeah, that's possible then. Um, all right. So my guys that I'm rolling with, I'm sticking with the, uh, the Jags theme here. I've got James Robinson, 6,400. So, you know, a little bit pricier than maybe that you would like, but I love the matchup. Like we said, um, Houston is just going to be an absolute train wreck this year. I think that's, they're probably a candidate for, you know, number one pick in the draft next year, especially if the Watson thing doesn't get resolved. Um, and I think, you know, Robinson, he's shown, you know, some ability here before um, actually was a bright spot for them last year. He played pretty well, kind of a, a nice surprise. Um, and, you know, no Etienne obviously down for the year, which is a bummer. Um, I was kind of excited to watch him with Lawrence, but um, he's out for the year. So that opens up more room for Robinson. Um, and I think the Jags, you know, it, you know, despite having a, you know, one in 15 record or whatever it was last year, they do have some offensive talent there. Now they have a quarterback to go with it. Um, and I think Robinson certainly, you know, is, is clearly the, the uh, RB one there. Um, and I think it's certainly going to get the bulk of the workload early on in the season. Um, and my other pick I'm rolling with Kareem hunt at 5,500. I think this is a good, this is a steal here um, at only 5,500. I know that, you know, Splitting time with Chubb, splitting, you know, carries. Chubb gets the majority of the carries on, you know, a little bit more um, as a receiver, even though, you know, he still did get his work, you know, running the ball last year. But um, that's the one thing that you could worry about. But I, th- I just think he's a talented player, and I like the matchup too. He had a touchdown against the Chiefs in the playoffs last year. Um, and they, you know, we saw what Cleveland started to do towards the back end of last year, incorporating both of those guys. Um, it is a little riskier, but. Um, I mean, when they're humming, I think they're going to, you know, hit the ground running from the start. I do like Cleveland a lot this year. Um, and as we know, Kansas City's run defense has been susceptible in years past. I don't see that changing much this year either. Um, so, you know, is, it, certainly if, they, if Cleveland, you know, has a lead also in this game early, I think you could see more work for Hunt. Um, so at that price, I think, I think, the, I think you're getting this a good, good steal. All right. All right so I... Go ahead, Dom. Oh, I, uh, I'm not a huge fan of the Kareem Hunt pick. I think Nick Chubb's going to be more heavily involved in week one. Uh, so, I mean, it's an all right pick if you're looking to really scrap maybe a flex spot. But, like, I don't know about starting him as a top running back. I'm, I think there's more value there. Uh, James Robinson, though, I love that pick. Just pound, pound Jaguars offensive players against the Texans. Yeah, I'll roll off Don with that. Uh, I'm not a huge Kareem Hunt guy here. Um I do think he will get some work in. And if they are down the game, he could get some PBR action late. Um, we'll see how the spread's looking towards Sunday in terms of that. If, if it gets a little gets a little wider, then, yeah, you know, we'll see a little Kareem Hunt in the second half. Probably pretty much all Nick Chubb in the first half. So it's an iffy pick, but it's a decent price for him. So not the worst play. And then, um, James, I mean, James Robinson is – that could be a huge stack with him and Lawrence if that's where – you know, if that's what you guys do out there, like if you look, if you're looking to find a stack, Trevor Lawrence and James Robinson value is crazy, um, especially for this week. It'll, and both of those prices will go up as the yeah. season goes on. So you might not get a better chance to stack those two. Um, and then 
Dom, Jamal Williams, yeah, it heavily relies on DeAndre Swift not playing. Um, and I do think they're not going to play DeAndre Swift because why would they? You know, they it's just not worth it this weekend, especially against San Fran. Um, and then Jamal Williams is able to pe- uh, catch passes out of the backfield, things like that. So I'm a little higher on Jamal Williams than you, Morris. Yeah, Chris Carson. Uh, that, yeah, that's a good point about the PPR because they're probably going to be losing too. Yeah, yeah. So second half, I mean, it's going to be dump offs to Jamal Williams. Yeah. But we'll see again. We'll see DeAndre Swift's status. If DeAndre Swift is a full go, then obviously you back off of that and you play one of these other guys. Um, Chris Carson. Chris Carson is going to get a steady, steady diet of carries early on in the game. Indy does have a tough defense, but I still think he rolls into the end zone at least once this week. So solid playing Chris Carson. I'm going to roll with another back in that Detroit game, Raheem Mostert, 5,800. Um, I still think he's just starting back here. Trey Sermon will buy in and get some time, but maybe in the second half when they're, you know, beating Detroit by 20. But uh, Vivian Games could be all Raheem Mostert. He's going to break one open like he always does. Um, and I love his price at 5,800. You already know by next week that price is going to be like 64, 6,500. And he, you know, his value will go down, you know, actually. And then unbiased pick here, Ty Johnson against Carolina, mm. 4,400. Ty Johnson's going to be the guy. I don't think anyone really realizes that. This Michael Carter hype is there, but Michael Carter didn't see any snaps against um, first string in preseason. It was all Ty Johnson, a little bit of Tevin Coleman rolled in there. But Ty Johnson's a really good runner. Dude averaged like 6.8 yards per carry in college at Maryland. He's still only 24 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Like, this dude can run the ball. And at 4,400 against Carolina, I don't know what this game is going to end up being like uh, because both these teams are just who the hell knows. But I love you some Ty Johnson at 4,400. Yeah, I actually like that too from a little bit of what I saw from him in the preseason. Um I liked what I saw, and I trust your I trust your Jets take here. Um, I also like Mostert as well. Um, I think you know I, I'm eyeing up a lot of guys on that Niners offense this year to have bounce back seasons. Um, as we know, you know everyone seemed to be hurt last year. Kittle, Garoppolo, Debo, um, and Mostert was in there too. He seemed like he was battling an ankle injury all year. I think he could hit the ground running big time this year. And like you said, um, Sermon. I I also like Sermon a lot, um, but I would expect earlier in the season. Um, than to try to get Mostert, you know, back up and running after his, you know, injury plague season last year. Yeah, I like both picks. Uh, Ten minutes in, we have an Eagle and a Jet now off the board uh, for, <laughs> no for drafting. Yeah. Well, it's because Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, and uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers are too high up there. Yeah, so, okay. just, what, what just about your boy? Lazard, hard. maybe. Uh, Lazard, um, I'm this skeptical week. week one. Skeptical week one. We'll see. We'll see. All right, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. All right, we good on running back? Yeah, we're set. All right, let's move on to receiver. Swing it back to you, Morris. Um, give me two. All right, so we touched, we've touched on both of these games actually already. Um, Tino, in correspondence to your Matt Ryan pick, I'm going with Russell Gage at 5,300. Um, Love it. Said, no Julio. Um, you know, who has killed the Eagles over the years. But this passing attack has always hurt the Eagles, um, especially down there in Atlanta. Like I said, 
Um, and Gage, I, I think Gage, I, he's, this guy's a good player. Um, kind of was overlooked last year, obviously, because, you know, Ridley's so talented. They still had Julio. Uh, but now he's really going to be able to step into the spotlight more this year as that number two guy. Um, and with the Eagles, you know, obviously there's Darius Slay there as the number one corner. But, you know, Mino in the secondary, that is, that's pretty much all they got back there, especially outside. Um, you know, I don't really trust any of the other options, you know, at corner. Um, so you got to think that Slay is probably going to get most of his time on Ridley. Um, they might shadow him a little bit and that that's going to leave gauge to feast. I think all over the field. Um, I love him as a red zone target. I think he's probably going to break a big player too. Um, and at 5,300, I think you're getting a great bang for your buck there. I think this guy could be poised for a big season and I love the matchup this week against my birds. Um, my second pick, I'm going to go with Debo Samuel, a little higher price than 5,900. Like we said, you know, the Niners, a lot of injuries last year. I think this is a guy that, you know, we saw at the end of his rookie season, how well they were incorporating him. Um, all those jet sweeps, you know, kind of quick hitting plays that he would just sort of seem to make something out of nothing, um, you know, get him in the open field and let him and let him do his thing. Um, and I, I guess I don't, I, I think Detroit's going to be awful as we all probably think. Um, and again, you know, down, you know, in the turf, in the dome, um, you know, fleet of foot. I think Samuel, I, I love him this week. Um, I think he's going to have a huge season. And again, you know, picking on a, picking on a bad defense and a bad team down there and a good price. Um, I think Debo Samuel is going to have a big week. Yeah. So I love the Russell Gage pick. Uh, no Julio, obviously, as you said, uh, had a strong finish the last season. I expect him to carry that over to the beginning of the season, especially against an Eagles team that hasn't been the greatest on defense in the past few years. Uh, Debo Samuel also loved that pick kind of goes off of the, one of my picks. Uh, so I'll just run into that. My first pick is Brandon Ayuk. Uh, kind of took advantage of Debo Samuel being injured a lot last year. He was injured himself, but he kind of stepped up and had a huge season as for, I believe it was his rookie season. Uh, and I expect him to kind of come back and go start right where he left off uh, at 5,700. I think he's a steal. But like I said, I don't mind that Debo Samuel pick that beat my kind of tier two uh, guy there. Uh, Sterling Shepard is my second pick, 5,100. Had a really good end to the season last year. Obviously, it's Giants, Daniel Jones. Ugh. What is he, in his fourth year, third Ugh. year, fourth year? Still don't know what he's that quarterback. Uh, yeah. Sterling Shepard seems to be Mr. Consistent there. You know, he'll get you double-digit points and maybe low double digits. But for a guy at 5,100, I would take a, advantage of it. And maybe, you know, stack, you know, go up against more money to the flex spot or another position because Sterling Shepard's going to get you his points. All right. So I'm actually going to roll. I'm going to be on Morris's side here with his picks. Um, love Debo over Ayuk just because Ayuk's coming off this injury um, in, you know, in camp and whatnot. They did clear him today, so he is healthy. Um, but what is it, like a $200 difference? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's 200 more dollars expensive. Yeah. I'm gonna roll with Debo. He's gonna get he's gonna get those sweeps, those jet sweeps. Um, he's bigger, faster, stronger than Ayuk, who is also big, fast, and strong. Um, it's like they just got twin brothers, basically. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean Debo's a little more healthier, so I'm just gonna roll with Debo in in terms in those terms. Um, both great picks. I think you can't go wrong with either. And then Russell Gage. I love Russell Gage. That that could be another stack. Him and Matt Ryan, great value there. Yeah. Um, could he? Yeah, I mean he could be two touchdowns you know, together, which would be huge. Um, and then, uh, man, I'm blanking here. 
Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sterling Shepard, not my guy this week. No. Um, 5,100, though. I mean, look, if yeah. let's say you roll through your team right here, right? You got three receivers, tight end, and then you have $5,100 left for your flex. You know, I mean, he is upside. He's fast, strong, could get in the end zone. Um, I mean, I, I really like Bron- the Broncos' defense this year. Yeah, that's what I'm I think thinking. they're super underrated as a, as a whole. Um, so, I mean, I think the Broncos roll in there and destroy them. I kind of do but, too. That's I, mean, oh. just, I don't like the matchup. And I mean, he, the one thing, you know, I mean, Shepard's going to run a lot underneath routes. And I think you could be looking, you know, at a game that favors that um, because I do think Denver will be winning. Um, I think that they're going to have to throw the ball a decent amount. Um, but I just, the giants, I, I don't see the giants hype at all. Um, it's not, you know, I get th- there's a formula there, but in, in, yeah, it's, I mean, it's only 5,100. So, but I don't know. I think there are better options on the board. I, yeah. I like ahead, like Tom. I said, the Sterling Shepard pick is is strictly based off of value, and based off of he's probably getting you low double digits at the the minimum, I believe. Again, going up against the Broncos, uh, yeah. but I do get I do get the skepticism for the pick. Yeah, I mean, I I I'm just I'm more on the Broncos defense than I am on the Giants offense. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. It's nothing against like Daniel Jones or I mean, look, they have some weapons too. Is got they got Galladay, Darius Slayton. Uh, Darius Tony, like, you know, I mean, Ang- Ingram might will, will probably be at, probably be out. So um, oh, that's a shocker. <laughs> um, so yes, Shepard will get those slot routes. So we'll see. It could be interesting. Um, all right, but I mean, I think solid plays all around. And then, I mean, I would rather spend forty hundred forty one hundred dollars on Michael Pittman Jr., who could arguably be the Ooh. number one receiver in. Indianapolis, especially this week, D.Y. Hilton's out for God knows how long. Um, and then Seattle's defense still hasn't, you know, gotten back to those Legion of Boom days. It's in the turf, uh, in the dome, rather. Um, so I like Michael Pittman at 4,100. I think he's got a good value play, has, has a lot of upside with his strength and size. And then I'm going to roll with my boy, Robbie Anderson, against my Jets, 5,700. <laughs> Uh, I like I like I like both picks. I mean, Robbie Anderson has that connection with Sam Darnold still. Um, yeah. You know, he's fast as hell. It's. Uh, I just like Robbie Anderson. And I wish he was still on the Jets, to be honest. So <laughs> those are my two guys. Yeah, another overlooked guy for years. I've always liked Robbie Anderson. Um, that's a that's a good pick. Um, I like his speed too. Going down there, he. Um, yeah, I mean the Jets. Uh, the Jets defensively are nothing, nothing to behold. And I do like the Darnold connection. I think that that could benefit him a lot early. I like that pick. Sam Darnold to Robbie Anderson going back for the Panthers and beating the Jets. That would be that things just storylines I can read on on Monday afternoon oh. or Monday morning. The Darnold the revenge push. game. Does yeah. it even qualify as a revenge? I guess it qualifies as a revenge. Uh, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I like I like both those picks. Uh, it's, you know, yeah, I do love the Pittman pick too to touch on that that's uh Are we, is paris campbell healthy for the colts i think he is right so it's yeah he's healthy those two rolling but yeah 41 two Pittman really did come on last year um and you know we'll see how my boy wentz does but um i i agree i think that's a high upside pick I was going to say, are we, are we okay with who's going to be throwing the ball for the colts no, i'm not <laughs> necessarily but you know 
somebody's got to catch the ball at some point. So <laughs> it, it actually, it actually doesn't bother me who it is. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, agree. I think Pittman, Pittman's going to get the ball. Like they yeah. don't have a ton of options. Like, yeah, exactly. They're going to actually end up using like Naheem Hines as a receiver who I like him will be a sneaky play this week, especially as like a flex. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the targets are going to Pittman, then Campbell, then Naeem Hines. Like it's not, there's not a lot. So, no. um, and Seattle, I, I love their offense, their defense still. I mean, it just, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see how they do this year. I, I mean, I think they have a chance to make the playoffs, things like that. But week one, we'll, you know, I love Pittman at 4,100. He's going to, his, his price is going to go up. So I think this is the week to probably snag him at 4,100. So, um, all right. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Let's move on to tight end. Um, not a ton, obviously, each and every year. Um, especially, you know, once you get past, like, man, once you get past, like, TJ Hawkinson, it gets shaky. <laughs> but I'm past him, so we'll see. Uh, who would roll? Let's go with Dom. Tight end. Want to hear from you. So, my guy, I watched him a lot Saturdays. Destroyed the SEC competition last year. Oh, I know who uh, it is that, already. Yeah, that is my yeah, man. That is my man, Kyle Pitts at 4,400. <laughs> uh, I get he's a rookie, but I consider him one of these guys who might win rookie of the year. I mean, he's just that good uh, with an experienced quarterback like Matt Ryan. Not a ton of receiving options, and he is a much better receiving tight end than he is a blocking tight end. I expect him to have a big season, and I think this is the week to get him low at 4,400 because I expect him to be one of these top five tight ends in the league, you know, come the rest of the season, especially in draft games with the money. Yeah. I love Pitts. Um, I, I like Gage a little bit better as a, as a pass target for, you know, for Ryan this week. Um, and I, I mean, I think Pitts' upside is totally unlimited. I mean, I think he has a chance to be a total superstar. Um, like you said, rookie of the year. Um, my only thing with that is that, you know, this is just more, me knowing the Eagles, they've covered tight ends pretty well over the year. Their, their real problem has been receivers. Um, but, you know, there, there could be a, just a field day for everybody down there. Um, and, you know, with, with the amount of talent that Pitts has, um, there'll, be, there'll be red zone trips coming in, in bunches, I think, for Atlanta. Um, so, you know, you got to like Pitts' ability to, to possibly get in the end zone. Um, yeah, let me, Morris, before you go, let me uh, just point out what Dom said. 4,400 for Kyle Pitts. It's if that's the absolute lowest you're getting him. At. Yeah, that's true. Next week he'll be he will be 4900, and then the week after that he'll be 5200. Then 50 like week like, eight he'll be 6500. Yeah, he'll be the you know two or three or four. Like he'll be yeah. up there mm-hmm. um, in ter- in terms of price. So like, yeah, like Dom said, like if you have 4400 left, I'd end like he's gonna you know this is the lowest you're gonna get him at. So if you think he's gonna go off week one, you gotta snag him. So all right, go ahead, Morris, Bobby. So I'm going a little bit more bottom of the barrel um, with this, with your uh, your former guy, you know, Chris Herndon, newly acquired. Oh my Minnesota no! <laughs> newly acquired Minnesota Viking, Chris Herndon, 3,300, totally misused by the Jets. I feel like over the years, um, totally misused. He was on steroids, wasn't he? <laughs> he had his issues. He had, he had he had his injury problems, um, but this was a product, I believe, more of of the Adam Gase ineptitude. Um, I love the move for the trade for the Vikings or Smith jr. Down for the season. They needed another athletic tight end. They loved it. What's it called? Kyle Rudolph departed too this off season. Um, so they were in dire need for somebody. 
Um, you know, we know that they like to run that kind of play action scheme, get the run game going, um, get the tight end, you know, going on those wheel routes up the seam. I think that uh, I think that Hurden is going to fit like a glove there. I think he's exactly what they were missing. And like I said, with the Smith injury, um, I think this is a guy that could have a nice season here. Um, and I like the matchup this week again, going against the lowly Bengals, who I think are going to be abysmal defensively. They were awful defensively last year. Um, so I think this is a really good play. I think this could be a uh, this could be a surprise bust out. And at thirty three hundred, um, I, I love the upside. I mean, I, just, I hate Chris Herndon. <laughs> Go ahead, Dom. Go ahead, Dom. Morris, Morris, this is directly from the DraftKings website. Herndon is listed as a number three tight end. Dude, he's going to play. The number three tight end. You're well, much yeah, better taking depth chart right now. He just he just got there, so you know maybe the they, t- they don't have plot is higher. Okay, maybe week five. Not <laughs> not week not week one. Not week. First Smith's out, so that doesn't count. Right, this is directly this is this is directly from the DraftKings website. That's all I'm saying. Look, Morris, I will read this directly. Herndon was traded to Minnesota from the Jets on August 31st, so right. he's still likely catching up and learning the offense. There you go, Tyler Conklin. Is set to begin as the start. Oh, I forgot about Conklin. Okay, all right. And Brandon Dillon, who the hell is that? Is I've never heard of that. I've never heard of him. So Hernan's going to pass him mid game this week. <laughs> I mean, I, I do believe that. I will. I will side with you on that. But. Yeah. Conklin, I, mean, I forgot about him. Yeah, all right. So they've got him, but I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. You know, they run the they they run a tight end heavy offense there. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sell anybody on Chris Herndon. I don't know if he, I don't know if you can sell me there. <laughs> I don't know. Just wait for well, it. I think it's going to happen. All right. All right. Well, I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't, I'm not sure that my pick is much better. Um, my pick is $3,100. Donald Parham Jr. For the Los Angeles Chargers oh, against boy. the Washington football team. Oh, that's right. Okay. I almost forgot who that was for a second, but I remember him last year. Yep, he's about 6'5", 250, mm-hmm. runs about a 4'7", 40. Dude can play. He is an and athlete. With with Hunter Henry gone, Jared Cook being like 97 years old as the <laughs> other tight end. I mean, look, 3,100. Justin Herbert loves his tight ends. I mean, Hunter Henry had – I'm not going to make up the number, but it was like a good percentage of the target share. So I think Donald Parner – Donald Parham Jr. slides into that role. Super athletic. Herbert's going to find him early and often. Um, by the way, Justin Herbert's a freaking beast. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Give, me thir- give me Donald Parham Jr., $3,100, and look for him. Look for his price to skyrocket in the next few weeks. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that pick. Again, you know, sticking with the theme of the departure from the veteran tight end, Hunter Henry. Um, I think that leaves opportunity for Parham to – kind of sneak in there and grow his role. Only thing would be, you know, it's a good Washington defense uh, on the road, but um, I think at that price, um, you know, with his talent, I think he could emerge. So I, uh, I don't see any, uh, any downside really with that. I have no clue who he is. So <laughs> I'll just, I'll just take your word for it. You know, I don't even remember him from last year. So I'll take your word. I remember him briefly. He did. He, he had a brief, uh, hit a little stretch there, like two or three games where he, he was kind of, you know, jumped on the scene. He's just super athletic. And uh, I mean, I think he came in as a receiver. They moved him to tight end type thing. Um, so 
like Kyle. Uh, he's Pitts, not there for blocking. Right? I'm telling you, he's there. For, he's there to go like catch the ball in the corner of the end zone. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Oh, all right. Got our tight ends in. Um, like we said earlier, no defenses. Don't need any of that BS. All right, we're gonna go picks against the spread. Um, if I'm not mistaken, from my memory, I think Morris was in the lead last year. Uh, I do believe so. What happened to my prize? They get lost not by league. a ton. Your prize? What do you? <laughs> your prize? Uh, not a not a ton of games. I mean, not a ton of weeks that we did. But uh, anyway, this year we're gonna each pick three games that we really like. We could overlap games. Um, you know, so like if Morris, you know, likes one and I like one, you know, we could pick the same game. Um, but anyway, yeah, three games each. Uh, nice and simple. Picks for you guys. Uh, who wants to start it off, man? I'll get it going. Start, uh, you you start go, off, go ahead. Go ahead, Don. I'll, I'll start it off. I'll start okay. it off. So I have my three games. Uh, one probably won't surprise you. Two will be kind of whatever. Uh, my first game is the Jags minus three over the Houston Texans. I really am looking forward to watching this Jags team this year. Trevor Lawrence, one of my all-time favorite coaches from college football, Urban Meyer. And I really want to see how well they do. And I think this Texans team is just going to be abysmal. And I expect the Jaguars to start the season 1-0 and cover the minus three. My second pick, not too happy about it, but I saw a lot of value in – the Titans minus three over the Cardinals, so I am taking the Titans. Uh, with the addition of Julio, obviously Der- Derrick Henry still running the ball. Uh, I really do think the Titans will win this game. I do think it's a little bit low spread, but the Cardinals do scare me a little bit. But out of all the other games, I really do like this one. And then my third one, not going to surprise you guys, Packers minus four over the Saints. Oh, <laughs> I think the Packers blow out the Saints this week. I don't know. I mean, Aaron, Rod- Aaron Rodgers coming back for MVP, MVP type season. Uh, obviously, Randall Cobb's back, which I'm not too happy about, but he's back. Uh, Mari Rodgers added in the draft. We have, you know, Alan Lazar still going. Devonta Adams, best tight uh, – not tight end, excuse me. Best wide receiver in the league, Aaron Jones, still running the ball. I expect big things from the Packers this year until about, what, Martin Luther King Day usually – Right, <laughs> NFC Championship when they just destroy me. Uh, but I'm expecting the Packers easily cover this minus four this week against the Saints, especially a team that's going to be starting James Winston at quarterback. All right. So, see, I was going to go the other way on this game oh. <laughs> against your beloved. Oh, Green boy. Oh my God. I don't know, man. There's just a little weirdness going on here. They're playing in Jacksonville, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Does this make you? Does this? I'll give you a stat. I believe the Packers are four and one against the spread in Jacksonville in the month of September. Okay. And the air, right. I'm just letting you know. All right. Well, you know. No, it's not Jaguars, but I was gonna say that was just, probably a lot of uh, you know Chad Henney in there. Seems irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, uh, I just think four points is a little high. I think you know there's some offensive line issues right now for the Packers. I know Bakhtiari is not starting the season. He'll be back, but he's not playing right now. Um, and that and the Green Bay defense is still suspect to me. And from what I saw from Jameis, you know, in the preseason, I know it's just preseason. I know everybody kind of, you know, blew their load over that. But, you know, he looked good. 
And I think, you know, with Peyton um, and with, you know, more talent and, and structure kind of around him in that system and that offense, I think, you know, it benefited him to sit behind Breeze last year and kind of learn more. Um, I think he, he could have a sneaky, decent season. Um, and I don't trust the Packers defense that much. I think that, you know, this could be a game where, where New Orleans jumps out early. Um, you know, Packers got to find their footing a little bit. You know, the Packers, I actually do kind of think the Packers will still win. Um, but I think four is a, it's just a little high. I'm, I'm thinking like, you know, Mason Crosby at the horn, two point, three point Packer win. So um, I'm going to go with the Saints to cover the four points there. Um, and then my other two games, it was kind of, a, I, I thought these games were actually kind of tough this week. You know, week one, it's always weird. You never totally know what to go with. Um, one I do feel good about is San Fran over Detroit. And we talked about, we like a lot of Niners this week. Um, I just think Detroit offensively is going to be awful too. Um, I think Jared Goff is going to show his true colors and show that he was totally a McVay product. Um, I think they could have like 12 sacks this weekend, the Niners. Um, so, you know, that spreads high seven and a half and it's in Detroit too. Um, but I find it hard to believe, you know, if the Niners believe that they're a Super Bowl team again, that they can't, you know, beat Detroit by double digits. Um, so I'm rolling with that. And then my last one, um, again, veering away from the Giants. I think I'm going with Denver minus three on the road. Um, again, you know, three point road favorite. That's, you know, for a team that wasn't really that good last year, but I think Bridgewater is really going to help them out a lot this year. Um, you know, not that he's great, but he's definitely better than Drew Locke. And like we said, there's a lot of talent on that Denver team. A lot of talent, the skill positions, um, good defensive team. Get Von Miller back this year. I like the Sertan pick in the draft. Um, I just think they have an overall much better roster than the Giants. Um, and again, that won't be a blowout, but I'm thinking, you know, like a six, seven point Denver win probably. Um, so that's what I'm rolling with this week. I'm going to absolutely stay away from Packers Saints. Just <laughs> Opposite end of the spectrum. No, I, I just can't. Like they just both like both points made just maybe not want to <laughs> have any part of that. Um, all right. So I'm going to roll with the chargers right now. They're minus one. So basically a pick them. So the chargers will cover that. I think they win on the road. I love Justin Herbert this year. Um, and I'll continue to love him. He's, he's my boy. And I think the chargers are going to go to Washington and smack him around a little bit, especially in the warm weather. You know, it's not cold in Washington yet, so give me the Chargers minus one as a pick them. And then, whew, Morris, you kind of took my 49ers pick. Nah. What do you have them at? Seven and a half. Seven and a half? Yeah. I, yeah, I think they win by 10 at least. Yeah. I'm assuming 14. Um, yeah. Give me the Niners in the Dome. Uh, they'll, they'll have no problem running the ball um, and whatnot. So, Yeah. Give me the Niners. And then you know what? I'm going to take my Jets plus four and a half. Mm, I kind of like Ooh. that too. I was thinking about that one. That's that's high. Four and a half, five is this. Four and a half is high. I mean, yeah, that's look, if, if we're going to get on Sam Darnold, like, <laughs> you know, I right. mean, as, you know, a society, then uh, give me Zach Wilson and the boys to cover that four and a half. I actually think the Jets win. I was going to say, that, that feels like a field goal game either way. I feel like the Jets win. I think Zach Wilson is going to be a problem in this league. Um, so, yeah, give me the just four and a half. So, before we end, we just I need to do a moment of silence real quick for Drew Locke's season. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because, Pour one out for Drew, man. <laughs> because Pour Drew, one out for Drew. Drew has officially – Drew Locke's season has officially ended, unfortunately, way too soon. 
R.I.P. Drew Loxio. He's relinquished the, the throne. No, no longer. I don't know if you'll be seeing Drew Loxio anywhere ever again. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just Denver. Oh, well, you're going to see him on the Packers for a little bit this in uh, oh, during night one of the draft. I thought for sure. Well, but, he could be your quarterback next year when Rodgers is gone. No, nah, Jordan Love will be the quarterback. Uh, we'll see. He'll get one year and then improve it. I mean, <laughs> but, I actually, well, I think Drew Locke will end up on the Steelers. Oh, I don't hate ooh, that. Yeah, ooh, that, that makes some sense right there. Wayne Haskins is going to mess up again somehow, some way. I knew they picked up somebody else. I was blanking there for a second. Good old Dwayne. <laughs> you can always count on Dwayne to screw it up. Dwayne. All right. Um, actually, before we head off, let's do uh, – Let's do Cowboys Bucks tomorrow, Thursday night preview a little bit. A little Thursday night preview. Um, it's minus eight and a half for Tampa Bay right now and 51 and a half for the over under. Um, do we like any of these bets tomorrow? I like the over. Um, I actually I like the Bucks too. Eight and a half, man. It's gone up. It was like six and a half like last week. It's gone Zach up. Martin is out. Yeah, right. Seven. And Dak still has, you know, the the boo-boo shoulder, whatever's going on there. Um, I like eight and a half Tampa. Um, I know that's a lot, but I just – I think Tampa's going to hit the ground running this year from the start, unlike last year, you know, where there was a feeling out process and they didn't get it going until late. Um, I think they'll have a chip on their shoulder from the beginning. And I like the over more, I think. Um, I still think, you know, I think Tampa jumps out to a lead. I think, you know, Dallas does their thing where, you know, they're down by 21, 24 points. They come back, you know, they put up a bunch of garbage yards, kind of get back in the game. So um, Tampa wins by like 10 um, and the over of 51. I like both. See, I think I'm more confident in the, the Bucks eight and a half than I am in the over of what you say, 51 and a half. Yeah, 51 yeah. and a half right now. Yeah, see, I'm I'm a little bit more higher on the Bucks covering the eight and a half. Uh, I just think the Cowboys are going to be a slow starting team this year, based off of you know you said no Zach Martin. Uh, I think Dak is going to take a while to get going. Um, and as we all know, Mike McCarthy hates running the ball, so don't expect to find Zeke you know killing it to start the season. I believe, um, but that's what worries me about the over. So I am kind of more inclined to take the under 51 and a half points is a lot of points. And I don't know if the Cowboys honestly will get to, you know, cause you look at it, you got to think probably both of them probably score 24 points. Uh, but I don't know if the Cowboys will get to 24 tomorrow, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, this, this game's tough. It's week one. You don't know what team, what each team is going to look like. Um, I mean, the bucks are running it back, but you know, we'll see how healthy Godwin is tomorrow. Things like that, how Tom Brady's, how you know how healthy he is. Um, so I'm gonna stay away from like the uh, the original spreads. I'm I'm gonna take it down two points. And try to see if I can play this a little minus six and a half for the Bucks with 49 and a half. Um, see if I can pair that up tomorrow. Um, little alternate spreads, little alternate total points, and uh, just kind of stay away from the original spread and points because eight and a half just seems super high to me. 51 and a half just seems ske- – like, they both just seem sketchy. So, yeah, like that's going to be my play. I'm, I'm going to try to pair minus six and a half with 49 and a half. Yeah, six and a half, you get it to a touchdown. I kind of – I do like that. Yeah, I mean, I think the – wasn't it the original spread, six and a half? Yeah. 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 And, going up a ton. And, it was, it was so seven and a half then, and it was eight. Now it's all the way up to eight and a half. 
So yeah, it was seven really and a half view, this morning. People really view that Zach Martin injury like there's no shot. Yeah, which I get. I mean, there's you know, Tampa's certainly got some got some beef there on the front with Sue and Pierre Paul Vitavea. Um, I don't know though. And I mean, tough to read week one. I mean, yeah, they also played what six more weeks of football technically. Yeah. So like six wet, six less weeks of off season. So I mean, we'll see how the Bucks are going to be. You know, I mean, can't just assume they're going to run it all the way back. You know, so. I don't know. Eight and a half is high for me for week one, Thursday night football, um, which Thursday night football is always sketchy. So it's uh, – we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. I'm excited, man. I can't wait. I'm excited to see Dak. I know there's a lot of hate on Dak, but I love I like Dak. Dak's the only thing I've probably ever liked about the Cowboys. Uh, absolutely. I like him yeah. a lot. CD Lamb, too. I do have CD in fantasy. I'm just worried about Dak with him coming back. Obviously, traumatic injury last year. He's got the shoulder issue. I just don't know how long. I don't think it'll be this week. I do think he'll get going, but I think it will take a while for him to get going. I agree. It doesn't doesn't totally pass the smell test for me. Yeah. In the season, but I mean, I do like Dak. I'm you know, hope he stays oh, healthy. Yeah. Hope, it, hope it works out. I think he's an exciting quarterback for the league, and the league needs him, especially on the Cowboys. You know, obviously everybody hates the Cowboys unless you're a Cowboys fan, but. Uh, Dak's definitely good for the NFL. Yeah, for sure. 100%. All right, so those are each of our three plays. Thursday night, little preview. Our DFS plays, we'll put out a little – we have a new page that our boy, our main boy, Tyler O'Shea, has hooked up with JokerMag.com. Um, so we'll have a little little article out by, by Sunday morning. Um, depends on how my life goes the next couple of days. <laughs> But uh, something will be out before before one o'clock on Sunday. Um, there will be something. So keep a lookout for that. Um, subscribe to the podcast, please, on either Anchor or I believe we are on Spotify now, which is kind of crazy. Um, but anyway, stay tuned. There will be more coming each and every week. We will be back. We will try to do every single Wednesday night. So Thursday morning podcast. Keep it, you know, rolling. Um, so every Thursday morning you'll get you'll hear from us um and then be ready for thursday night sunday you know sunday all day and uh man we we could not be more excited to be back that is for sure welcome back football yeah. man welcome back sneaky plays i am uh i'm pumped to be back and ready to get it going for another season here we got six more months ahead of us five more months whatever it is i don't know i'm back well, but i'm pumped well you, you only happen to tell what the first week of january morris or you go to be done <laughs> I, I'll maybe maybe a second weeks. week now with the 17th game. So, you know, yeah, really respect there. I'll have a few weeks after that. And Tino, you'll probably have what five have weeks till the end of September of meaningful football. <laughs> I'll have till the end of September. Oh, Barry's baby. Jalen Hurts, I believe you. <laughs> Morris, are we going to hear a little fly equals fly? Oh, should we, should we get a rendition before, uh, to, just to welcome us back? Uh, the fans are going to love it. We can we can we can blast one. Fly eagles fly on the road to victory. Fight eagles fight. Score a touchdown. One two one two three. Hit them low. Hit them high. And watch our eagles fly. Fly eagles fly on the road to victory. E A G L E S eagles. I hate these.